0: and welcome to Letters from the Road, stories and encouragement from your traveling friends, us, Jamie and Clay Schumacher. Hey, friends. Hello and welcome to episode 44. Today we're going to talk about RVing with dogs. The letter we'll read is about our dog, Stink, but the kind of topic of choice is taking your dogs on the road.
1: One of the big reasons we hit the road. <laughs>
0: they were they've definitely been a a huge part of it so first as always I will quickly remind you that we have a companion sub stack it's letters in the that will take you there you can subscribe for free to get two letters in your inbox every week on Mondays and Fridays you can also upgrade your subscription if you so choose that's how you can support us it's five dollars a month or forty dollars a year a hundred dollars a year at the founding member level And that just gets you access to our Pen Pals Discord, where we hang out and chat with our friends. About once a month, we do something fun like a game night or a cocktail hour online with them. And uh, really, it just helps us keep things going here at Letters from the Road and shows us uh, your support. We appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thank you. That's the only way we run the show, only way we uh, pay for anything. Uh, It's true. So everything helps.
0: We really appreciate it. So with that, what are we drinking tonight, Clay?
1: Uh, We are drinking different drinks.
0: I know. It's unusual, isn't it?
1: It is unusual. But I have an athletic brewing company, Free Wave. Ah,
0: it's a very good one.
1: Athletic brewing company. I think we've talked about them plenty of times before, but if you don't know, they started a few years back now, uh, before 2020, I know. Yeah. And they make all non-alcoholic brews.
0: And They're very good. It's the first good non-alcoholic beer I ever had.
1: There are a lot more, like, pretty darn good ones now. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, I mean, this is my favorite of theirs as well, Um, at least aside from the, like, special editions. Oh,
0: their Ghost is so good.
1: Oh, my gosh, they have a lot of good ones. But yeah. this is one of their standards, yes. and it's my favorite of their regulars.
0: Yeah, it wasn't always, all, like, available. It was just, mm-hmm. like, a kind of a limited edition for a while, and then now it's, now you can always get it even in stores, which is great.
1: Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it's always it, been one of the best. But yeah, it's a it's supposedly a hazy. I don't know how hazy it tastes, but it's, it's just a very like good IPA. A better, a more IPA tasting IPA than their Run Wild, which to me tastes more like a lager.
0: I love Run Wild. I really like Upside Down too. I I haven't had a beer of theirs that I don't like. The cerveza is very good as well. Mm, it it's is. like a kind of a Corona style. Mm-hmm. And then they do special ones if you order from them where you also all out stout if you can get it is very, very It's good. a good one too. Mm-hmm. But they do, and then they'll do like special edition ones that you can grab like seasonally. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very good. Like it, ta- it's the first time I enjoyed drinking non-alcoholic beer. Like I've, I hadn't tried that many either, but there weren't that many available. But they were kind of one of the first kind of like non-alcoholic craft brewers mm-hmm. to do it really well. And so I was like a heavy subscriber of theirs when we still lived in our house. Oh, I
1: know. Well, I love like we can go hit the slopes. Right? Right. Get done skiing and pull a couple out. Yeah. And uh, Like still drive. (laughs) Yeah. You know, drink it on on the tailgate and then drive home.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Heck, I was still finishing mine like as we were driving home last time.
1: Yeah. Not entirely sure of the legality of that since it has like up to 0.5%. So does orange juice. This is true. However, I don't know. They still card me for it when I buy it in the store.
0: They card you for Mm -hmm. athletic?
1: Yeah. Just policy. So.
0: That's weird. Yeah.
1: Anyway, huh. it's it's non-alcoholic beer. But yeah. Yes. It technically does have a tiny bit of alcohol because they made it with alcohol and then removed it. Like kombucha.
0: Yeah. It has less alcohol than like a lot of naturally occurring stuff. So it's interesting to me. Yeah,
1: it is. But I'm not going to tell people that they can drink it while they're driving legally in their state, even though you'd be totally fine to drink it while you were driving physically.
0: <laughs> I always thought it was fine. I didn't know they carted you for it. That's mm-hmm, strange. They do.
1: Almost always.
0: I, maybe they just don't know it's non-alcoholic. I've gotten carded for Perrier before. I think,
1: oh, that's true too. But no. <laughs> it's like it comes up in the system. Like that huh. you're supposed to card for it.
0: It's really strange. Yeah.
1: It's just how it's categorized, I think. Okay. Yeah.
0: Maybe it's just the distributor or something.
1: Who knows? Anyway, tonight, Regardless, <laughs> you are drinking something else. I am
0: drinking what I like to call a FOMOSA. Sure. <laughs> it is just fizzy water and orange juice, but it's very refreshing and delicious
1: absolutely it's one Can't of my favorite
0: like original favorite mocktails yeah
1: maybe i'll dress it up a little next time with a little like uh, orange slice or i don't know that's good lime something you Just can chug lime. it doesn't yeah it
0: doesn't make you feel gross it's yeah. yummy another one that i was thinking about with the athletic beer is a lot of times we'll like to get the especially the cerveza but even with a Red mild mm-hmm. and get some bloody Mary mix and that makes a really good michelada
1: oh it's so good. Yeah. So, so good. I mean, like, you don't really even miss the alcohol then? Not at all. I mean, that's really all about the, like, Bloody Mary, just with the little bit of, like, fizziness. I love, and flavor. I
0: love a good Michelada. Like, mm, me too. Alcohol or no, just like, the, you get the fizziness and then the Bloody Mary flavor. It's I so, like it so better good.
1: than a regular Bloody Mary. Really, truly.
0: I think I do. Yeah. Cause you can get a little accidentally drunk on Bloody Marys. They're <sighs> strong, but they don't taste like any alcohol.
1: Yeah, I guess it depends on how strong you make them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm sorry. In the Midwest, if you get a real Bloody Mary, you get, I'm sorry, like if you get like a, a one with alcohol, mm-hmm. you typically get it and beer. You get the beer chaser with mm-hmm. it.
1: You mean in Wisconsin?
0: Uh, they do that like at, in Illinois sometimes too. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure distill at the like restaurant does that. Oh, do they? Hmm. I think so.
1: Nice. Well, yeah. someone from Wisconsin had that idea.
0: I. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if it originated in Wisconsin, but yeah.
1: well, let us know, I listeners. first Maybe learned you know. it in
0: Wisconsin, but yeah. I—that's where I learned to day drink. So well,
1: fair enough. I mean, is there a better place to learn to day drink than Wisconsin? They do it best, <laughs> I think. But yeah, regardless, we're not drinking alcohol no. this month. We're doing dry January, No, and I—I'm so.
0: honestly uh, not missing it too much. Yeah, no. I've got enough anxiety and lack of sleep for other reasons. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't need that one of those reasons being it's fucking cold
1: yeah it's um minus 8 right now and getting colder
0: so if you fear i think our furnace usually edits out pretty good i try not to we try to turn it down way down and don't not really run it while we're recording usually mm-hmm. but if you hear it this week i'm sorry we're just trying to keep from freezing our pipes
1: yeah we're knock on wood like doing okay so far
0: i've got my dashboard up here
1: heated hoses holding up the
0: I've got like temperature monitors in several yep. places. I finally put that together and put them in a couple places so that I could tell.
1: We finally figured out how to plug in the truck.
0: Finally figured Yeah, we we have so if you're not familiar with diesel trucks, they don't always like to start when it's cold. I uh, I mean, I at some point in some amount of cold, no car likes to start. Yeah. <laughs> That's why if you go to Walmart in Alaska, especially in Fairbanks, Mhm. There's uh, electric outlets all through the aisles of parking mm-hmm. so that you can plug in your car while you're shopping at Walmart. Yep. Most cars don't need to be plugged in in the contiguous U.S., but yeah. diesel trucks at a certain point kind of do.
1: Yeah, it's just tough to get it started if it's too cold, yeah. so you plug in the block heater.
0: Yep, so got that going got it so that our we can start our truck.
1: Gotta go pick up my dry cleaning tomorrow. I know, I know, <laughs> and the high tomorrow is like zero. Nice, nice. Frankie does not care.
0: He comes in a little earlier, and I think he's a little more tired from being out. But Yeah,
1: he's a little more snuggly. Yeah,
0: because it's not like very warm. <laughs> like we're keeping it pretty warm, but it's, I mean, it's drafty. it It's just, it's
1: so cold out. These things aren't mm-hmm. insulated that well.
0: We're doing pretty well, but uh, I don't recommend it.
1: We did not expect, I mean, you always know there's a chance, right? A cold snap, a polar vortex, whatever you want to call it, it, it happens.
0: Yeah, but the average high in January here is like 34.
1: Right. So, I mean, you expect like 20s and 30s. Yep. Not minus 10.
0: Maybe teens and 40s, you sure. know, like yeah. kind of like right, yeah. on either end of that. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> not a, Not a couple days without it getting over five.
1: Well. Regardless, we're doing that, and then uh, I'm taking off on Sunday.
0: Yeah, so Clay leaves for Sunday. For a
1: work trip, so we're recording this a little early.
0: We are, yeah. It's not Sunday night cocktails, it's Friday night cocktails this week.
1: Friday night beers. Friday night beers, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing that this week because Clay leaves on Sunday for his uh, new gig. Mm-hmm. Um, this first week is in person. Mm-hmm. So he's abandoning his family in the midst of a in polar vortex. In the midst
1: of a polar vortex.
0: While we live, fight for our lives in our RV. I'm heading day.
1: to it's balmy North Carolina.
0: It the worst of it, it's supposed to be over by the time he leaves. Yeah, so that's good. I'm glad we figured out how to plug in the truck because that was yeah, new. Yeah, so exactly. Never that before
1: you always learn new things. You know what this this lifestyle? We're always learning new things.
0: Even while we're just parked in one place, oh my god. Yep. And and on that note, like uh, as far as the recap of the week, it ain't much.
1: Well, that was it. We just did it.
0: Oh, you know what we did? No, what? no. What Actually, did we, do? we have a thing to talk about. Okay. We went on a fucking sleigh ride. Oh yeah. It was
1: that was this week. A blast!
2: Yes,
0: we I went forgot
1: on Monday. about that. Clay's
0: yes. off work, so it's been a bit of a blast.
1: <laughs> That's right. Well, not anymore. But yes, in I have been.
0: The midst of. The snow coming down on Monday, we went on a one-horse open sleigh.
1: Yes. This was a gift from my parents yes. for Christmas. Yes, and it was
0: in plane at Mountain Springs Lodge, Mountain. They also do, at the same place, they do snowmobile ride, like tours and zip lining. Not in the winter. Well, no, not in the winter.
1: Can you imagine? Oh, it'd be so cool. <laughs>
0: Uh, Mountain Springs. Yeah, Mountain Springs Lodge.
1: Oh, you were right.
0: I was right. I thought I could see the sign in my mind. But anyway.
1: Photographic memory?
0: its uh, Borderline, not quite. Anyway, we had the best time. It was actually snowing, and we had like a private sleigh, and... Uh, it was really fun They take you. Blake, our driver, was Blake, amazing. He was so funny and fun and really good with the kids. And our horse's name was Derby, which, if you guys don't know, is the name of our uh, late dog, our first dog. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really cute. And the horse was really sweet.
1: And, Derby was such a sweetheart.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, our littlest would not stop petting the horse. <laughs> I know. But he was really sweet with her. Um, he, did great. he like looked in my eyes a couple of times. I was like, oh my God, this horse. I love animals. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, really? Uh, but we had fun. It was kind of this. Okay, so it was so, so fun. We had the best time. It was made better because of the fact that it was snowing. Mm-hmm. And we went on like a Monday afternoon and it wasn't super busy. The drive from Leavenworth to Plain takes about 25 minutes, give or take. Yeah. It's not terribly far. But it's a little bit of a ways it's a very beautiful drive, especially really in the yeah. snow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were a little worried about the roads, but it was totally fine. It's a little twisty getting down into plain, but mm-hmm. it's all right, yeah, and it's just a really pretty place the the- the ride kind of goes around the property there at the lodge. It's not particularly long uh it's about an hour, but it's pretty slow, and you go to get hot cider at a barn and then yeah. It's just cute. It's very cute, very festive. very say like wintry the, and holidaysy.
1: The like route that the sleigh goes is yeah, nothing special. It's like right?
0: I expected it would be a little bit more scenic.
1: But, I mean, it was snowing. We were on a sleigh ride. It, it was, was pretty epic. You know, everyone was pleasant. Like we yeah, had a really nice time. Had a great time. There
0: was another couple there that were on the other sleigh, but we kind of like stopped at the same time and stuff and chatted with them as well. Mm-hmm. And, it was just fun.
1: Yeah, they were new RVers. I know that was fun.
0: It was fun. So I thought it was just like yeah, a really nice place, good vibes. The lodge looked cute, very, very, felt very like of this area.
2: <laughs> totally. Yes. Definitely.
0: And I really liked it for that. So that was really fun. And then yeah, yeah and then just, it got really cold. And then we've just been yeah, we didn't end <laughs> up after skiing day, this it week at just all. Just got
1: colder and colder. Well, Tuesday was miserable with the amount of wind.
0: So, right after it snowed, it got super windy. Um, not as much in Leavenworth, but up in, at the mountain. And they, call, the ski school actually called us and was like, you probably don't want to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we canceled. And we rescheduled for yesterday. Mm-hmm. Then yesterday didn't go as planned. So... Yeah didn't go yesterday and then now you're and now it's i we don't have the gear to ski in this weather so forget that because it's not usually like this so we didn't invest in that (laughs) normally we're good in like just one insulated layer and you know like some warm stuff underneath maybe i have yet to like even put on a scarf or a face mask when we've been out there i've wanted one like once so Uh a little
1: bit different weather i don't even have goggles no that's weird (laughs) well i didn't like No, if I was even ever going to go up the chairlift.
0: That was kind of, and then.
1: Well, are we going to talk about. um,
0: Oh, yeah. Should we do our Northeast. The recap. Yeah. The The, the rewind. Our our Northeast rewind. So I remembered something we forgot last week. What's that? On our way between uh, Acadia and Portland. We stopped somewhere at Harvest House. It's the last harvest house in Maine that we didn't talk about. Do you remember what it was?
1: Oh, the alpaca farm.
0: The alpaca farm. Right. Yes. right, right. I forgot the it name was of it. So it was Misty Acres. Misty Acres. Misty
1: Acres. Oh, my alpaca
0: gosh. Farm. You park right up on the alpaca barn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Out, we yeah. will post picture, a picture or we'll make it the picture for the, the podcast. We were literally just like backed right up alongside of this beautiful red barn at the bottom Mm -hmm. of a hill and the barn is full of alpacas Mm -hmm. and we got to feed the alpacas. It was so cool. We got to feed them and just watch them play and we had like our windows open and stuff and they were like hanging out.
1: I didn't feed them.
0: You didn't? I didn't. No,
1: it's, I don't know why. Sometimes it just depends on the day for me. Sometimes it's not my thing.
0: You don't like those kinds of animals? But,
1: well, no, it's not that I don't like them. They're really like yeah. kind of cute.
0: I thought they were cute. They were funny.
1: Mm-hmm. They were fun to watch. The kids loved it. Um, my favorite thing was the guinea hen.
0: Oh, it kept pecking our tires. What, the, what in the world?
1: Why does it want to peck tires? I
0: don't know. We bought so much stuff at this shop there. They had such a nice shop. With all the alpaca goods. Oh,
1: I still love my alpaca I was, socks. I, I was wearing Frankie my al- hadn't put holes in them.
0: I was wearing my alpaca scarf and hat today. Yeah. I still wear that stuff. It's so good. We, yeah, we loved it. Our littlest made friends with the owner's granddaughter and ran around with her. Oh,
1: yeah. I forgot about that. We just had a
0: really nice time. It mm-hmm. was it was really sweet. Highly recommend that stuff. It's a good one. There are a lot of alpaca farms on Harvest Host. They're pretty popular, but that one was really good.
1: Loved it. Yeah. Uh, That was a worthwhile stop.
0: Wanted to go back to that because we forgot to talk about that. I was looking back through pictures and I was like, oh crap, that's where that one fit in. Yes. Yeah. So leaving Maine, we went to Vermont. So we had to pass through New Hampshire, obviously. Right. And initially we were going to stay at a harvest host that night because we had a kind of an overnight stop on our way to Vermont. Mm -hmm. And we were going to stay at like a maple syrup barn Place. Oh yeah, I forgot about I that. I think just in just in Vermont, like just kind of over the border. But it was quite hot that weekend, which is unusual. And we wanted um to be able to plug in so that we could run our air conditioner. Some harvest hosts will let you run it, like run your generator if you need to. We just don't overnight ever.
2: Yeah, don't, just like, don't to. like it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like no, like if you're following their rules and doing what you want to do, like no shade. If you, we weren't going
1: to be running the AC at night anyway.
0: Uh, we needed to. It was hot that was the whole point
1: overnight
0: i think we did not remember that well anyway all i remember is we went i don't remember the name of this place and i'll try and find it so you can avoid it we went to so we were like okay we're trying to we're at the end of our summer we're out of money yeah um it's pretty pretty typical of us right we spent the money now we need to be frugal (laughs) so We were like, okay, well, there's a 1,000 Trails or like an encore Mm -hmm. resort on our way. Let's just stop there for a night. I mean,
2: it's often a good option for us.
0: It can be. It really can be. And like a lot of the 1,000 Trails are really nice. Mm -hmm. Or nice enough anyway, if you know what you're getting. And this one was, I don't, they kept a few spots for 1,000 Trails and the rest of it was seasonal, which Mm -hmm. is totally fine. Yeah. It was pretty. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of activities. But checking in as somebody who was an overnight guest was really challenging because they aren't really used to it. Uh, We had to wait for a really long time. It was really weird. And then we finally got to our spot. And did we pick our spot at this one or was it the one where they assigned it? I think they assigned it.
1: I think they assigned it.
0: It was really beautiful. It was on the river. Mm -hmm. But to back into it, we had to turn around and go the wrong way down the road. (laughs) Yes, and these roads, I people. It was were,
1: an interesting back in with the cougar.
0: And this, these roads, the people are racing golf carts around, just yes, racing yeah. them, <laughs> like going so fast, and cars driving way too fast. Mm-hmm. Just like that's the vibe, right? Mm-hmm. Like the the vibe is everyone's drunk and driving.
1: Everyone's out there having fun <laughs> in the sun.
0: <laughs> it felt. It felt like some Midwestern camp.
1: <laughs> for sure, for sure.
0: But like a little bit. And I was like, okay, whatever. It'll it'll calm down at night.
1: Yeah. And it was, I mean, like it was cool being down by the but river. Being on the river was pretty. Mm-hmm. It was
0: very buggy, but it was very pretty. Mm-hmm. It was a Saturday night, so we were playing D&D with our friends. Cooked dinner outside. We didn't so we this- play
1: D&D. At least I didn't. I thought we did. I had to do a release for work.
0: Oh, is that what you were doing? Yeah. That's why we needed internet? I don't remember. Yeah. I thought... I thought we were playing D and D.
1: Well, maybe we did. Maybe we did end up playing D and D because I think I got it done. I think we got there kind of early, it, we set up. We Coast both time. sat outside yeah, and worked. Yeah, 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 that's that's it. Yep, yep. You're right. Um, did both?
0: We did both. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we both sat outside and worked for a while. And yep. then, so we got kind of set up. It was a really pretty site. We're like, okay, well, you know, and it was only 30 amp, which was kind of a bummer because we were like, oh, we, right, we want to run the air Right, we want to run the AC. That the whole point. Yeah. And if you aren't familiar with RVs. If your RV has two air conditioners, typically you need a 50 amp connection to run both of the air conditioners. Most RVs, like 30 feet and larger, will have two air conditioners. Not mm-hmm. all. It depends, and there's a lot of different things about that.
1: We can kind of fudge it a little on both of ours. Um, though. on
0: this one, the second air conditioner isn't huge, and our our rig runs really efficiently on 30 amp, so we can run most of our stuff on 30 amp in this one and mm-hmm. the Cougar. And on the Airstream, because we have a whole house inverter and a lot of batteries, we can actually put it in a mode where we'll supplement from the batteries pretty easily. And so we can run both ACs that way without, And as long as we're getting solar or recharging overnight, we're fine. Yeah,
1: pretty long time, yeah. Yeah.
0: So we have a really good way to monitor that. But generally speaking, you want 50 amp, and we did want
1: 50 amp. (laughs) But it was fine.
0: Well, it was fine. It was fine. That wasn't the problem. It was unlovable, but it was fine. We finally got set up, and it was like it did okay, take this us
1: forever fine. because we were being stubborn. <sighs> we didn't want to unhitch. We didn't want to unhitch, and so we were trying to like get up on blocks, we were. which was the right thing to do. But yeah, we still ended just, up having to unhitch. Uh, it was
0: it was like one of these things where you're like, oh, I'm gonna pull in, and it's gonna be like we're gonna be good to go in like five minutes, mm-hmm. and like two hours later, exactly. you finally backed into the site and finally like got set up.
1: Luckily, it was still early in the day. Yeah, we were fine. Because you're never driving far in the Northeast. No.
0: We were fine. We were fine. It was fine. Everything was fine. Except. Except. When did it start? (laughs) Nine o'clock?
1: Oh, when did it start? Eight o'clock? Something like that. Around when the sun went down. A little before.
0: One of the uh, seasonal compounds across the street from us. Yeah. I have never heard music this loud outside. Like I they were not close to us at all.
1: They were and across our, the street,
0: yeah. Our rig.
1: And we were down by the river and they were up like, on we the We were hill. down
0: a hill from that yeah. Like it was quite far.
1: Yeah.
0: Our rig was vibrating. Oh yeah. <laughs> vibrating. They were playing their music so loud. Like and it was bad country music. Like I like some country music. I don't even music. know what it was. I th- it was just <sighs> Bro,ey country music i think or maybe old country i don't even remember yeah. i was trying so hard to tune it out it was literally like vibrating a rig and it went on until 1 a.m. maybe later mhm and we tried to call the park and no one answered there was no like emergency number we couldn't get a hold of anybody like, I'm not usually one to call in a complaint. Like, I'll be like, I'll put on my noise-canceling headphones, mm-hmm. and I will put on my eye mask, and I will, like, be like, well, that was dumb, then like, I can't believe they're doing that, and I'll go to sleep.
1: You'll complain to me, but you won't, like— I'm
0: not going to call yeah. security or right. something. Like, I just, like, I'll be like, oh, this sucks, they're being stupid, and then I'll, like, figure it out. Yeah we sleep in Walmart parking lots we sleep in rest areas like I can sleep without it being silent I can sleep without dark I'm fine like it's fine this was insane (laughs) it was like you couldn't watch we couldn't even watch TV
3: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: like we tried to put something on the TV to like take our minds off of it yep and we couldn't hear our own TV Mm -hmm. like that's how loud it was and I'm not exaggerating (laughs) Nope. It was insane. Like we're not usually people who are like negative about this kind of stuff. Like most of the time we'll be like, oh, they were kind of loud and then we'll like move on.
1: Yeah, it was rough. I will say. It usually was I'm not the like,
0: worst night of camping we've probably think, ever had.
1: Oftentimes I think you overreact to noise levels. You were not overreacting.
0: I overreacting is I think I'm just more sensitive to
2: it. Sure. Than you
1: yes. Are. I mean yeah. Yes. From my That's kind of what I mean, right? Like, yeah. From my perspective, it seems like, oh, well, it's not that bad. But like, no, it it was that bad.
0: It really was. it it really was. So anyway, I don't recommend staying there. It's like the one thousand trails in New Hampshire. Don't do it. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) we so then
1: we we went to Vermont.
0: Then we went to Vermont. So on our way in. To where, So we headed to Apple Island mm-hmm. in Lake Champlain. Mm-hmm. Um, but on our way there, we stopped in, near Stowe. Yes. And we went to Ben and Jerry's.
2: Yes, we
1: did.
0: Which was on our list for the summer. Yes. Oldest and
1: said, for sure, if we're going to the Northeast, we, we need to go to and Ben and Jerry's. And we definitely made we that happen. We had
0: the best time.
1: I'm really glad we went.
0: One thing that you should know is that you can bring your RV there. Yeah. It's totally fine.
1: Yeah, we stopped on the way.
0: Another thing you should know is that it is a dog-friendly kind of area. Obviously, you can't take them into the tour, but you can walk them around there. Mm -hmm. So that's good to know. Yeah, we stopped on the way. We
1: we kind of pulled up there with a really big rig, and it's not really set up for big rigs. They were
0: totally amenable.
1: But they're like, yeah, just park it there, like whatever, just kind of angle it. You'll be out of the way enough, like. It was totally okay, fine. Great. They weren't like,
0: no, don't bring that here. It was totally fine. Yeah. We ran out our kitchen side so we could put the ice cream away that we bought. Yes. Uh, yes. they I other things to know about Ben and Jerry's is that the tour is fun and worth it, and that if you have even a dairy allergy they're very they're very uh cooperative about that. Yeah. Very very cooperative.
1: Definitely. So it was so fun youngest got to try a new flavor of dairy-free. non-dairy Ben & Jerry's yeah. that hadn't come out yet.
0: Yeah. So that was really fun. And then like when we ordered from the restaurant kind of area out front mm-hmm. uh when we said oh she has an allergy can we get non-dairy? They went and got a separate scoop and they washed mm-hmm. their hands and they followed the whole allergy protocol. Mm-hmm. And they same, same thing when she had her sample on the tour too. It was really, yep. really nice. Like they did such a nice job with that and I just wanted to call that out because you would think like you took your kid with a dairy allergy To <laughs> and Ben and injuries. Jerry's,
1: right, I know. But
0: they were so good with it and they have yeah. such good dairy-free stuff. So
1: They do. Oh, it's great. It made me
0: feel really good about, we like, we buy her the dairy-free ice cream from them all the time it's because it's
1: her favorite, it's yeah. favorite and yeah.
0: like we know they, follow the protocols Mm -hmm. so um anyway that was just an aside there but it was super fun uh good vibes we walked through the flavor graveyard there's a playground there like a really nice big playground Mm -hmm. some area to walk around so it's like totally a good like road trip stop in terms of like getting out and walking around and playing and like hanging out
1: i will say the tour itself you can't see anything it's one of these like Uh, you can you can see but there's nothing to see because everything's like enclosed, right? You're not like
0: you see the big mixer thingies you see? It that's going true, you on do see there. that. Mm-hmm.
1: That's about it. And after that point everything. Having worked is contained, in food plants, right? Which is like I kind good of expected. For that. food safety, <laughs> right,
0: yeah. It's a very nice, clean plant. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There's just nothing to see. It's not exciting. It's just
0: uh, it's fun to learn the history, you watch the yes. video and stuff. It's like man, it's a cool company mm-hmm. and they do cool things and it's just fun. Mm-hmm. Totally. Good vibes. It's like a d it's busy in the summer, obviously. But we went there and didn't have a problem parking our forty foot rig. So Yeah. We were fine. I mean totally. and we're sixty feet ish. Yeah. A little longer. With the with the truck and mm-hmm.
3: everything and
2: we were fine. So
3: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. It's it was fun. Like highly recommend it. It's good. And uh,
1: then
0: and then we went and parked it at Apple Island or tried to.
1: Well, yeah, that took a little bit. But, but it was a really cute resort. It was super cute. They you had, were
0: like not into it at first, and then it was really
1: uh, nice. I got really thrown off by it taking so long to park in what seemed like an easy spot. It was a weird spot. It's yeah. fine.
0: It was pretty. It had a really nice view for being one of the cheaper spots. So the, if you stay at this resort mm-hmm. on Lake Champlain, mm-hmm. what you really want to do is pay up for the spots that are down by the lake. Mm-hmm. They have beautiful views. they really do. pretty. Yeah. We were out of money. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs>
2: saving. Not we were saving money.
0: money. We were just at the point in the trip where we were not as forging. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> we, it was still expensive too, to stay up, uh, up top, but. Well, we
1: were using the money for Ben and Jerry's tours and, and uh, the other thing we did in Stowe.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So this week we mostly hung out at like we swam at the RV park, which was really nice. It was mm-hmm. a really nice place to just kind of set up camp and enjoy our time. We walked around there a lot. We like worked outside in the gazelle a lot. Mm-hmm. It was like nice weather. We chatted with like uh, one of the some of the uh, people that worked there were really friendly. When we first came in, it was like, oh, is this gonna be kid friendly? Is this gonna mm-hmm. be kind of snooty? It's like really nice. Yeah, it was. It was really nice. But everyone was so friendly.
1: <laughs> yeah, they had a sandwich shop. Because it's Make like it's one that
0: has like um, really nice like uh, mobile home sites kind of through it too, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like where our RV spot was. But there's yep. like lots of places to walk, which was nice. Yeah, and the sandwich shop and all that. Like it was it was a really cute spot. Um, we mostly just kind of hung out at the RV resort, but we did go back to Stowe for one thing, mm-hmm. and that was the Von Trapp Family Lodge,
1: which is a real thing you can go see.
0: It's amazing, and it's the real Von Trapp family. They really bought this property in vermont <laughs> yep because it like looks anyway it's so pretty the property is pretty there's like hiking trails and sports trails and stuff through there which is really cool
1: who's who's the von trapp family again you're kidding me yeah no it's for the listener oh i know
0: from the sound of music
1: yeah exactly the von trapp family like from the sound the, of music
0: well the sound of music is about them Anyway. Yes. it's the real Von. Tra- and yeah so there's a lodge where you can eat and stuff, too. like, And uh, it's totally worth like going in and looking at the lodge. And you can just walk right in. But we actually ate and drank at the brewery there, which was really fun.
1: It was. It was a beautiful evening.
0: And if you want to do what we did, I recommend parking up by the lodge and then hiking around the property and down to the brewery. It's like about a mile.
1: Yeah, they've got a nice trail. Like, nice it's trail. very pleasant.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was. was like, we got our little tour of the property, but and walked down to the brewery.
1: Mm-hmm. Littlest caught frogs in the pond.
0: Oh my yeah. god, I forgot about that. I didn't. <laughs> there were a bunch of kids out there by the brewery, uh, the pond, catching frogs and stuff. But she almost took a frog home with
1: her. I know right? it loved her.
0: <laughs> so it was of. funny. It kept jumping away from all the other kids, and she was mm-hmm. just like, she's a little, she's a little like Dr. Dolittle.
1: She, it's so true. Loves animals. Loves they seem them. to love her too.
0: That was a really fun fun week. We enjoyed our stay there. Um, definitely need to do like more in Vermont because that was our only week in Vermont.
1: I know. I loved it. Really and nice. I would have One loved to have stayed
0: closer to Stowe, but something we ran into that was kind of our target. Mm-hmm. Um, but something we ran into there was just size limits mm-hmm. on the RV parks.
1: Would, do you think we would be better off going back with the Airstream?
0: Yes. Okay. I think a lot of stuff I saw was like thirty-five foot limits.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's so, that's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> You know, if we ever make it back there.
0: I hope we do. <laughs> I really like it out there.
1: Me too. But yeah, that was a great week. And mm-hmm. almost our last week of our summer travels.
0: Yeah. Yeah, from there. Well, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. We have a couple more things to talk about. A couple more things that we checked off our list before we got back to, where did we even go after that? I can't figure out The Midwest. The Midwest, yeah. And then out west. Yep. We can talk about, yeah. Well, I think I know what we'll jump to next in terms of like recap because mm-hmm. no one wants to hear about the Midwest. No, I'm just kidding. We just don't, <laughs> when we go to the Midwest, often we don't do anything that exciting. We have, we have a couple, we'll keep going part way because we did do some cool stuff. Kind of, we hit a couple of state parks like in Ohio and Michigan mm-hmm. um, that are worth talking about. But a lot of times we spend time with like family and friends in places that aren't really like, RV destinations as much as they are like, yeah, us visiting our family and friends. So (laughs) that's kind of what we're doing when we're there. It's not really like a good vacation recap kind of thing. (laughs) It's not going to give you inspiration for your travels. But that was yeah, that was Vermont. It was a lot of fun. Yep,
1: and then finally, sad to say, this week, uh, yesterday actually, uh, we lost our old guy, Stink. Mm-hmm. He'd been with us for over five years at this point, and mm-hmm. he was probably ten years or more years older than that. We don't know, really, yeah, for sure. We never
0: knew the whole story. Was stink.
1: Yeah, he was the sweetest dog you ever had piss in your lap.
0: I'm growl at you for <laughs> touching his face. Uh, so we'll read a letter about. He stink. was a great guy, and yep. then uh, we'll talk about RVing with dogs. We have a lot to to talk about because we've been doing it for a while sounds good all right dear friend i think i may have once mentioned our cantankerous old chihuahua stink he's the old guy around here if you've listened to some of our prior podcasts you also know that he sometimes pisses the bed here's a bit more about this tiny little ray of sunshine. I was not home when we adopted Stink, and I had no part in it other than saying, of course. I was home with the little one when Clay and the oldest found him at an adoption event. She had wanted a Chihuahua specifically, and I had said, sure, if you can find one that gets along with small children and big dogs. Two days later, they were walking to the library, passed an adoption event, and I got a picture with Big Kid and Stink in it. They brought him home while I was on a work trip. (laughs) His name was actually Dink, named by the rescue, we think. Little one called him Stink because she was two, and also he shit the bed the first night we had him. His vet paperwork still says Dink. We call him Stink. He does not answer to anything, ever. Derby tolerated Stink. Stink tolerated Derby. Stink never tolerated any other dogs, to the best of my knowledge. Sometimes they slept in the same bed. Sometimes they slept in each other's beds. (laughs) the only thing stink wants in life is to be held by a person always he barks and it's like a child crying to be picked up he must snuggle sometimes the barks mean he needs to go potty you have about two seconds to figure out which one he needs before he ruins another rug we have no idea how old he is he has been a part of our family for about five years he was probably at least 10 when we got him he has six teeth left and maybe half of his fur He was not neutered until shortly before we adopted him. He somehow broke his tail before he got to us. It's crooked. He doesn't see very well these days. That doesn't really matter as he's mostly held all day. Stink hasn't been able to ascend or descend stairs in a long time. He did fall down the stairs at our house and recover beautifully. Someone sat on him shortly after we adopted him. He burrows in the blankets on the couch. He has fallen out of bed or out of our RV of his own volition a few times. He's always fine if a little bewildered. On his last vet visit, the vet said he would probably live forever. I am not a person who is typically very fond of small dogs. and a lot of days, I'm not very fond of stink, to be honest. But he has taught me a lot about patience and cleaning upholstery. I'm really glad we were able to adopt him and give him a home where he is loved on by two kids who think he's great. He sleeps in a warm bed with his girl every night and gets the nearly constant attention he demands. He's frustrating as hell, but also such a great snuggle when you need to feel better. I joke about him outliving me in a, this dog is going to live forever just to spite me kind of way. But the truth is, I'll be sad when he's gone. See you down the road, Jamie.
1: Well, pour one out for a stinky dog. Poor guy. He lived a great life. I think RV living might have been a little harder on him than, uh, than it was on Derby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it was great in some ways, too, though, because we were, like, always around.
1: He loved car rides, too.
0: He loved car rides. He loved being held. He loves that we're, like, all, like, he doesn't like to be alone. He never, sorry, he's, he never liked to be alone.
1: mm no. That was not his thing. Although, like you said in the letter, there wasn't really another dog than Derby that he liked either.
0: <laughs> he and he and Frankie were not best friends. Well Frankie thought they were,
1: but Oh, Frankie really wanted to be best friends with Stink. He tried every day. He did. <laughs> Stink oh.
0: was not having it.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, he had been kind of in decline for the last year or so, and we don't need to get into all the details, but he really honestly had gotten some medicines and started to kind of yeah, bounce back. Yeah,
0: I thought he was getting a lot better. We had I thought um, we had some more time.
1: Yeah. But you just never know how these things go.
0: Yeah. It was mostly just kind of old age, I think. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Still really sad. It even though it, you like you know it's coming it feels very sudden.
1: Always, I think. Yeah.
0: I remember like yesterday like, you called me from the vet and you're like, "Well, here's what they think it is and we could run some tests, but it's probably not." Good. And I was just like in the mode of like Run all the tests. Like, try uh-huh. and figure it out.
1: Yeah, you who said you hated him.
2: Hmm.
0: We all know that wasn't true. I didn't hate him.
1: Yeah. He was a good boy. He was sweet. He did his job perfectly. Except for the pissing on stuff thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't know, if you are if you haven't had dogs, you'd, people, like, Little dogs never really get housebroken.
2: Well, I mean, they do. And he was. Kind of. Right.
0: That's how, I think that's how all really small dogs are. All Oftentimes. The time. Everyone they just that have I'm a hard
1: known. time. Like, yeah. I don't know if it's just like communicating well enough that they need out or when they need out. Or, or if or... people
0: like don't train them very much because they're so small. or if... I don't know the tiny bladder they, his wasn't tiny though because man the amount of pee <laughs>
1: so true oh but he was the perfect dog for our oldest. oh my god yes um, our best buddies the best and he was a ton of work and she did the best job taking care of oh, him and yeah, was, he was such
0: a well cared for dog
1: such a good sport, even though it was a lot of work, then, yeah,
0: especially this last year or so
1: yeah, and so, uh, yeah, we're gonna miss him, yeah, you know, I think it, it like I said, he was very old, uh Chihuahuas get very old, but he was very old, we don't even know how old, and um, you know but but it's always tough,
0: it is it's such a transition, we're like we're such a two dog household, and then it's like we went a whole year with only one dog, and now. Mm -hmm. We're back to one. Yep. The worst part about having dogs is that they don't live long enough, right? Even chihuahuas.
1: (laughs) Even chihuahuas.
0: Well, he came to us late in life. We adopted him as a senior dog.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I kind of want to transition into talking generally about our being with dogs. Yeah. Because I think people might have questions about it, and we've talked about it a little bit, but like I thought it'd be a good kind of segue into. I think one of the first things we can talk about now that we've unfortunately lost two dogs on the road um, Mm -hmm. because they were old and we'd had them for a very long time before we got on the road. It was their time. Uh, That um, kind of like the challenge of like finding vet care and um, emergency vet care while you're on the road I think is something to be aware of.
1: So I actually don't think it ended up being a major challenge whenever we needed a vet But, you know, if you're in one place, you're kind of used to having your vet. Right. So the challenges involved oftentimes were just like making sure you always have the records.
0: Coordinating. Yes. Like, especially when Steve was on medicine and you got like prescribed medicine in Flagstaff, but then mm -hmm. we needed stuff filled here in Washington.
1: Yep. Yep, absolutely. And I loved that vet in Flagstaff, actually. Oh, they were great, weren't they? Yeah, they were really good. Um but the one here is really good too.
0: Yeah, it's right there too. Just Yeah.
1: First. Yeah, yeah. For but like
0: sure. when we were with Derby when he needed emergency attention cuz it was late at night.
1: Mhm. Uh, In Maine. We
0: we were nowhere near Bangor and you had to take him to Bangor.
1: I know, I had to drive 40 minutes. Yeah. That was tough. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that was
0: I think especially if you have older dogs like when you get to a place like we always kind of note where like urgent care and uh, hospitals are. Yes. For humans, it's probably a good idea to kind of note where your nearest your emergency vet might be.
1: I think it's hard because emergency vets are hard to find anyway.
0: Right. It seems like it's gotten harder, too.
1: Has it? I don't know. I don't a I know don't We had an emergency vet that. in
0: Bloomington, I know.
1: Yes, we had one.
2: Like, and I don't know,
1: I mean, I'm sure like, Other large-ish cities around there had emergency vets as well. But, I mean, where we are now, like, the closest one's Seattle? Uh, I feel like
0: round-the-clock monitoring. I know, like, if you need emergency care, there's on-call.
1: You can call. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: But for, like, they're actually there, like, in a place that you can go overnight, like, 24 hours. Like, the nearest from here is Seattle. Yeah. And the nearest there
2: was an hour away in Bangor. Yeah. Um,
1: you know, and if it, if that hadn't been there, it would have been all the way to Portland.
0: Yeah. It's tough. It's really hard to know what to do sometimes in those situations. And so I think just something to be aware of, I think kind of in the, in the tips kind of category there too is to, have your vaccination records and kind of vet records with you i think even if you're on just a couple week trip with your dogs it's probably worth it to have that stuff with you because you never know when they're gonna get into something or have you know digestive issues that you want to have them seen or something like that And it's always helpful if you have their records
1: yeah you can have them with you um most vets will call other vets for records that's true like if you have it with you then that saves that step
0: yeah, it's just good to, like, vaccination records are worth having, too, in case you might want to leave them at a daycare or, like, a yes. boarding facility or something. Exactly. Or um, cross a border. Which is something we've done. Or cross a border. Yep. Definitely need them for crossing a border. All those kinds of things. It's Though just Though we've useful. never been asked for them. I, w- I was asked for them when, we, l- when uh, we left Frankie with that uh, boarding facility in Seward. Okay, so, yeah. Which I would hope that boarding facilities always ask for that, so. Right. You would Just hope. day boarding, but. Yeah. um. Or if you're doing Rover or something like that, people might want it. So Mm -hmm. just good things to keep in mind. And Rover is another thing that I would point out for people.
1: Rover is great. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, not just for if you're RVing, but at home too. Yes. If you're looking for pet care. Yeah. uh, Obviously, we've used it for our dogs. But we've used Rover several times when we're like gone for the day. Yeah. Or.
0: When we went into New York City from Hudson mm -hmm. Valley. We were going to be gone for like 12 hours and our dogs were old and didn't need a bunch of care, but they needed walked, right? Like they needed out.
1: Yeah. So we had someone come in and check on them, mm-hmm. feed them, take them out, walk them. Uh-huh. Uh, they had. They took
0: Stink in a stroller.
1: They had a stroller.
0: It was so sweet.
3: For Stink,
1: which yeah. was like perfect for him because yeah. even at that point, like he was, he was still doing better than he had been for the last like six months or so, but like. stroller is a great idea for him you know let him do his business and then let him ride and and look at stuff yeah he loved it so but yeah
0: yeah. we've had great success with rover for either like pet sitting or pet Mm -hmm. walking
1: yeah we dropped stink off with two different rovers when we went and did our disney things in palm springs too
0: yeah he had a great time we got pictures and stuff
1: so i mean it's not necessarily cheap I don't know if it's the area we're in now. Oh my god, or here it's, it's expensive. Or if it's you know prices went up because l- demand was a lot higher with the virus that was going around. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it was a lot more expensive. Yeah. To do a rover than to do boarding when we yeah. were looking at that possibility when we were still considering going to Hawaii this uh, this winter.
0: Yeah. I think that's a thing that you can consider. I think a lot of people won't go on like longer tours sometimes because they don't want to leave their dog that long, which I can totally appreciate. Mm-hmm. But something like Rover or something like the like looking to see if there's like daycares or day boarding if you're mm-hmm. comfortable with that mm-hmm. is another great option to try and look for because it's a lot of times it's out there. I think we only paid like fifty bucks for the day in Seward, which was crazy.
1: Yeah, no, it was it was really awesome.
0: It was, like, really good care, too. We got mm-hmm. lots of pictures. He he got spoiled.
1: He totally did. So. Oh, he always does. Are you kidding? Like, <laughs> he's the star of the campground around here, that Frankie. Gosh. Everyone
0: loves Frankie, and Frankie loves everyone.
1: But I think, like, getting back to, like, RVing with pets, specifically dogs, because that's what we've always had. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it kind of was a revelation. Yeah. Like, for the most part, we're not needing to pay for boarding. We're not needing to pay for pet care.
0: Right. We get to bring our dogs with us on vacation.
1: Right. We're. I mean, vacation, right? But like- Well,
0: yeah. I mean, sometimes it's vacation. Sometimes it's not. It's the first time we'd ever taken our dogs to Disney or whatever, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. So wherever we are, they're with us pretty mm-hmm. much. And- we're walking them um, in the local neighborhoods. We get new We're smells every day. Going on hikes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think the dogs love it. We love it. Like we get car rides. If, if you have a dog that doesn't like car rides, it might be pretty tough.
0: You know, Derby didn't used to and he kind of warmed up to it.
1: He had already though before we hit the road.
0: He still had a lot of anxiety around it. Like we had to have a bone in there for him to chew or he'd chew the car.
1: I mean, that's definitely true.
0: <laughs> and he would do this thing. <laughs> Every time we slowed down, he'd get so excited. Yes. That he would start like breathing really heavily like in my ear.
1: Yeah, he would like stand up and be like, ooh, what's happening?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> he got so excited about like, ooh, are we there? What are we doing?
0: It was really fun. We got stuck in traffic.
1: Oh my gosh, no. That was not a good, no. Not a great experience with Derby. But Frankie just like, and Stink too, just like lays on a lap. Mm-hmm. Or in Frankie's case, sometimes on the floor at your feet.
0: Yeah. He just lays down.
1: And just loves a car ride. Loves being with his people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Looking out the window and stuff too, but like.
0: Yeah, he settles so quickly in the car, yeah. though. He's just like, okay, I snuggle now. He's
1: great, great road dog. And I guess, I mean, we started doing it with him when he was three months. And so. drove
0: all the way back from.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he from doesn't Alaska. know any different exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: Other kind of tips, I guess, are collapsible water bowls are great to have in the truck or the mm-hmm. car or the with your hiking pack.
1: I love the. Is it a rough? The wear one, one, yeah. That that's a cloth one yeah it's, it's cool really it's nice light we we had the like um silicone ones yeah the silicone mm-hmm. that like uh accordion mm-hmm. up, which are fine, yeah uh, um but they still kind of take up a lot of space, yeah, like this one is like
0: you just like roll it
1: up <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like a little cloth sack, basically, like a tiny little one, but it holds water, um, yeah, because of the material they use on it, and yeah, it's great.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: we let the dogs drink while we're driving mm-hmm. sometimes from that.
0: Like we keep a one-gallon jug of filtered water in the truck usually, mm-hmm. kind of all the time. And we use one of those, it's like a kind of like a Yeti, but it's Arctic one. And we keep that to refill everyone's water bottles so we can just give the dogs water from that as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Long drive days. I mean, you get out and everyone's got to get hydrated. Take them to go to the bathroom and eat and drink too, just like the rest of us. But yeah. I mean, yeah, it works great.
0: Yeah. I think another thing is the like at your site. So, a couple of options for like having your dog outside at your site. Most campgrounds are going to want you to have the dog leashed mm-hmm. or otherwise like not able to get out of your site. I was not a fan of dog fencing at campgrounds. I always thought it looked kind of silly, but I like the fencing we got. So we got fencing for our long-term site here and we got metal fencing and it's really nice. It's pretty heavy. I don't know if I would travel with it. Yeah. I know people do. We can link it. It's, it's pretty good.
2: uh <laughs> Link it. I get it.
0: That wasn't a joke, but anyway. <laughs> I think it's pretty good fencing. Um, It's really nice to have like a little bit of a yard to let Frankie out into.
1: It really is. And um, now he even stays in it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) We had to finagle it a little bit.
1: It's good. You know, he's got a little space to run around in in the site. Uh, We can play with him out there, play frisbee. But I mean, we're still walking him.
0: Oh, we still get walk him two or three times a day. Two and a half to
1: three hours a day.
0: Yeah, he has so much exercise. But it's really nice if he just needs to get out quick and pee or mm-hmm. like at night or something. Or, mm-hmm. uh, it's a good place to play Frisbee with him or like for the kids to play with him without worrying about him getting out or something like that.
2: Yep. Absolutely. So
0: that's really nice. Um, we've had good luck with like stake the steak kind of like in tie outs too. Yes. And those are really nice. We, we honestly with the airstream, we'll just clip Frankie to the airstream cause he doesn't really pull on his lead ever when he's tied off, but yeah, it works if your dog pulls i wouldn't do that
2: yeah that would potentially
1: damage your rig
0: he's really fast he just doesn't really try to get away i feel like it's the end of his lead he's like okay yeah we've also had a lot of success with a long lead yeah that's new with him like to use that when we're like playing frisbee with him like out in a field or something Mm -hmm. technically i think in a lot of campgrounds they say they need to be on a six-foot lead but honestly it's like one of those things where if your dog's not causing problems or bothering anybody probably no one's gonna say anything
1: yeah i think we we tend to avoid doing that on really busy days
2: yeah yeah um
1: but i i mean he's like always staying pretty near us no matter what yeah it's just that extra like security yeah
0: honestly sometimes we drop it and let him run a little further but it's just like something you can kind of step on or grab quick if Mm -hmm. he starts to get away yep so that's been a really nice addition to yeah, our... Yeah,
1: like paint a picture for what that is like. Sure, it's like
0: a... The one we have is like 15 feet, I think, or 30?
1: I think it's longer than 15.
0: Maybe 30 feet or 20 something. Yeah,
1: it's probably 30 feet. That sounds right. It's about the length of the Airstream.
0: But you, it's just basically like a, a rope, almost like a climbing rope but not that heavy.
1: Yeah, pretty thin pretty, thin.
0: pretty thin, lightweight rope. It untangles really easily. It's braided. Yeah, yeah and you just... Uh, we just clip it on instead of his regular leash when we're going to play Frisbee. And it lets him have a little more room to run while still being like rain inable. Yes. It's a, it's really, it's a nice tool for like practicing recall too. Said mm-hmm. to like, cause he still doesn't have iron proof recall. Like he, right. I'm not worried about him getting far away from us. Uh, if you're a dog person, you know, that like, like some dogs are runners and some dogs just stay close. Yeah. And he's a stay close dog he is he wants so, to hurt us i don't like i hardly ever really panic if he gets out or gets away from us because he's like running circles around our site or like getting yeah. a little bit away from us and then like coming back and like hey why aren't you coming with me right exactly uh, <laughs> come on guys he's trying to round us up oh my gosh um, the
1: other day when he like all of a sudden started running off
0: yeah it was weird but then he turned but then around he and he's stopped. like where he's are like, you Come on. I'm
1: trying to show you something. Come that, over here.
0: But that's like, he doesn't have iron proof recall and I grabbed the long lane and I pulled him back in. Yeah. But.
1: <laughs> yep, exactly. It, um, that's it, what it was good for. It
0: gives, and we're hoping to like get his recall better, but, mm-hmm. but it gives you kind of the ability to, you know, I, I think I would use it in like an, an off-leash hiking area. like as we're getting him better at hiking off-leash. If there's, if, those are limited places like where you'd want to use that anyway, but like theoretically there are some off leash hiking areas. If I want to like test out his training and like, but like safely, like have something I can like hang on to. Mm -hmm. It's a good thing for that. Like a lot of times we let it just drag, but we'll like step on it or grab it. And if, if we feel like he's doing something we don't want him to do. Sure. So that's been a nice thing to have kind of in the arsenal of dog stuff that we travel with. We to talk about food storage.
1: Sure. So we generally keep the dog food in like a big. Uh, I don't like the one we have now as much I as I order like the, the ones one we used we to have. Used to have mm-hmm. um, but like a big dry bag, they make these for like hunting trips. Yeah. Um, they are specifically for dog food, and they're they're pretty big. Uh huh. And yeah, it's just like a a really big dry bag. You pour all the dog food in there. You like roll down the top and clip it and that is really like we could keep it, we keep it in the pantry in the Cougar, but like we used to keep it in the back of the Subaru when we were traveling in the Mantis or like Mm -hmm. you can really put it just about anywhere and it's going to keep that food fresh.
0: Keeps it fresh. It's a lot easier to like maneuver than just a bag of dog food.
1: A bag of dog food is worthless. And the, um, the plastic totes are not, they don't really hold, with.
0: and they don't really hold up to road life. We've tried no, that. Uh-uh. <laughs> they take up too much space. They don't pack very well, and they're um, they just kind of get banged up pretty easy. Yeah,
1: that's not no not a good solution.
0: <laughs> so, highly recommend the dry bag. That's been a really good good solution for us. Nice and compact.
1: I think something that I still want to try that a lot of people do like sponsored deals with is the like Waggle or whatever.
0: Oh yeah, something like a pet monitoring system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It,
1: Like, we haven't really ever been worried about our dogs that much when we're gone. But, like, if we're gone for a while, especially if the weather's, like, pretty hot or something, it'd be good to kind of, like, know they're okay.
0: Yeah, I would like that. Normally, I'm, like, a little worried. Like, oh, what if the power went out or something? Right. In the Airstream, I'm a little less worried about that because if the power goes out and we have it set right, the air conditioning will just keep running. It'll run the battery down eventually, but it'll... Yeah,
1: yeah. Enough time that we'll be able to make it back.
0: Yeah, we don't, I mean, we don't typically leave Frankie for longer than, like, five or six hours at the most. Right. At the very most,
1: Well, like, most of the time we get to bring dogs with us to do things. Yeah, the whole
0: point is, like, we can bring them, but. But, yeah. Occasionally we, like, we leave him for a while, and he doesn't, he's crate trained, and he doesn't mind his crate, and Mm -hmm. he goes happily in there and is never distressed when we get back or anything, so. No, yeah. I think crate training has been. Good. I was glad he was already kind of crate trained when we got him. We kept up with it. That was great, yeah. That's really helpful for our V life, I think, to be able yes. to like compartmentalize the dog sometimes. Definitely.
1: Though I do think um when we go back into the airstream for this upcoming summer. We might not um, bring the crate. Well, I don't know. We might put it, folded. it in the, fold it up and put it in the truck bed or something. Yeah. Just in case. But like we might try without because he smelled out quite a bit. he's been doing so well. And yeah. it does like it putting takes it alongside space, the especially bed there if you're a bigger dog. It's like, oh my gosh. Like yeah, you have we have a no, pretty good
0: spot for it in the cougar. But
1: yeah, it's a little harder in the Airstream.
0: It is, it is. But it's nice to be able to create them, so. Totally, totally. Other things are, you know, just make sure you know what the regulations are like around dogs where you are. Mm-hmm. Like always kind of find the rules and make sure you're following them. But the, I mean, the biggest thing is just like, keep your dog under your control yeah. don't make your dog someone else's problem
1: and go have fun with your dogs yeah like it's it's such a good way to travel to have with, dogs. Them with you and mm-hmm. like you know i think there are a lot of national parks and even some state parks that you can't hike with your dogs but there's a lot there are some national parks and honestly in maybe most states most like state parks probably. Most state parks yeah. you can hike with your dog. California mostly you can't. Yeah, and even if you can't in those, there are often like if you look on all trails, other I was dog say, friendly check trails all, Check nearby. all trails,
0: yeah, for dog friendly hikes. That helps yeah, a lot.
1: Absolutely.
0: We used to do that a lot with Derby. Mm-hmm. We we would be hiking in the national park as a family, but then we like make sure we spend a day or two hiking in the state park nearby because mm-hmm. he could come with us. So. Mm-hmm. Um, he was—he was a hiking dog, and it's
1: just like I don't know. I, lo- I love having the dogs. Like it's a really like good way to get out and get my walks anyway. Mm-hmm. You know whether it was just me and Derby or you and me and Frankie and you know, um, all that every day. But yeah,
0: another useful app is Bring Fido.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You've used that one quite a bit.
0: It, yeah, I use it to see where we can, um, like if we're looking for a restaurant or like a brewery to hang out at and it's a night we want to take the dog, then that's a good spot to look. It's not foolproof, but it doesn't have everything. But mm-hmm. often, often we'll just call a place too and be like, hey, do you allow dogs on the patio?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's honestly like the easiest thing to do oftentimes. But yeah, uh, Google has a decent like a decent number of places in there that are marked dog-friendly or dog-friendly patio. I've,
0: I've found that like certain towns are very dog-friendly or not.
1: Yes, that's so true.
0: Leavenworth is extremely dog-friendly. Mm-hmm. A lot of the shops will even let you bring your dog in.
1: Almost everywhere in Alaska was.
0: Alaska was very dog-friendly. Yeah. yeah. There was, I want to say there was like one town that was weirdly not, I can't remember which one it was. Mm,
1: no. no, I can't remember either.
0: Because we took Frankie everywhere after we got him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, everywhere. that's like, I mean, I think that was something we kind of wished we had done with Derby. Mm, well, he just, um, it wasn't really a
0: thing as much when he was little. When
1: he was younger was, mm-hmm. yeah, like taking him to cafes, taking him to breweries and sat, you know, had him sit outside with us while we partake, uh-huh. eat, drink coffee, have dinner, whatever, you know, what have you. and. uh you know, kinda of train him that, you know, it's fun to come with and, you know, you get some treats and
0: you get to sit you know, like sitting there is mm-hmm. good and you can chill. Yep. He never learned that very well. <laughs> no. We took him to some places just because we kinda had to a couple of times, but
1: But he really had a heart. If there were other dogs, like uh-huh. he never calmed down. Nope. I think we'll maybe hopefully get to the point where Frankie can do it pretty well.
0: He's not bad.
1: I think we definitely have a lot to work on with him on that. Like Mm -hmm. as far as.
0: but We brought him to a lot of places and it hasn't been a complete disaster.
1: It hasn't been. And like, we just keep it up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. It's just so fun to get to travel with your dogs and to take them to all these great places. And I think, you know, as our first two dogs have now passed, it's like the Mm -hmm. dogs we got on the road with, you know, Mm mm-hmm. I just am so grateful that we get that we got to like give them that mm-hmm. and they got to have you know that kind of life and have their family around all the time and that's so much better than us really all
1: cool. being gone all day. I know, and
0: then them being like crated all day and mm-hmm. stuff, which is totally. I mean, if you have to do that, like, it's okay. Like, your dog is still loved. You're fine, mm-hmm. but it just it's so fun to have been able to live like this with them. Yeah
2: feel really lucky to have that chance. Yeah. Yep. They were good boys. Both of them. The best. Ah, oh,
0: so good. So good. Very funny, very interesting personalities. <laughs> A little bit silly.
1: Gosh. The way Stink's tongue always, like, stuck out the oh side of his God. mouth. He, like, his tongue was, like, too big for his mouth.
0: Well, then he didn't have any teeth to hold it. And, in. like,
1: he's basically cross-eyed. And... Tongue sticking out and just like the dopeest little you've
0: chihuahua. Ever, so on um Instagram and TikTok he hasn't made any of them in a while, but mm-hmm. uh Zachariah Porter, I think is who it is, does these Eloise skits where he like has a filter that makes him look like an old dog like an old crusty dog. It's and those it's are stink. basically sting. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's uncanny. <laughs>
0: he was so funny
1: he was we had a lot of fun with that dog and i think he mostly enjoyed it too
0: yeah even when when we first got on the road he joined us on hikes he was stink the adventure chihuahua he
1: was stink the adventure chihuahua he got old he had a lot of fun adventures he sledded with me in white sands
0: oh my god i think that shortened his
1: life hey we had fun
2: Uh, He sat on my lap. He was totally fine. He looked traumatized. He did
1: not. He did. Whatever.
0: White Sands is a fun dog-friendly park.
1: Yeah, you can like. I mean, you have to have them on leash, but like, and you should because like,
0: if you let them run, like, you're all gonna get lost probably. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Because it's a place where like you can get pretty turned around.
1: White Sands is. It's totally pretty fun. fun with dog. Totally fun. I can't wait to go back and take Frank.
0: I know. Frankie's going to love that one.
1: Oh, yeah. Totally.
0: Yeah. What did we miss? Did we forget anything about being with dogs? It's, um, I think we, like, mentioned all the stuff you need. It's really not that bad. <laughs> it's really fun. It's totally worth it. No. It's I mean, just, I like, yeah, all these I, things, like, make it a little easier. I came
1: across. Totally. Yeah. Oh. Um, honestly, it's just, it makes travel easier. Mm-hmm. To be able to travel with your dogs, it does. Like it, it makes it possible to do full time. Oh man!
0: And we did road trips with like dog friendly hotels and stuff before. It's fine <laughs> if you have to.
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, you you can make it work.
0: It totally works, but the RV is just like a total game changer. Mm-hmm. It really it's, is for the dogs and the kids. Really, like that was like so yeah. eye opening to me. The first trip we went on it was just like, oh, I could have been staying in a hotel. But instead, I'm, like, in my camper, which Mm -hmm. is, like, my space. The dogs are familiar with it. We're familiar with it. The kids are familiar with their beds.
1: Yes. They're not having to share a bed.
0: They're not sharing a bed. It's their stuff. They've got their pillows, their stuffed animals, their stuff all right there. Mm -hmm. The dogs know where they go. Yep. It all smells like home. Yep. And... it's just like, I can move this around. But then whenever I park, everyone's got their stuff. They're all right there. They're all comfy and at home. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it's hard to imagine wanting to travel other ways very much. Yeah. We will, because there's places we want to go where we can't RV. But like, yeah, there's so many places where we can. It's hard to imagine like, (laughs) giving that up. It's just like, well, we could go fly somewhere and like leave the dogs. Or we could just like drive and bring the dogs. Yep. And we'll all have a lot of fun. Yeah, it's really cool. So, highly recommend it. Highly recommend uh, getting a dog if you don't have one. They're pretty <laughs> great.
1: Get a dog, everyone.
0: Now they will tie you down if you don't have an RV, especially. <laughs> but they're great. Totally, they're worth so it. fun. It's totally. totally worth it, man. When we first brought Frankie home, the mm-hmm. first, the first like three weeks to six weeks, I think, with any new dog is yeah. like a whole thing you're like Whoa, what did we do what did we do uh-huh even when we got stink and adapting like with derby and they really mostly got along yeah and it was still like a whole thing for like three or four weeks it was like oh my god what is this yeah i mean it was fair. chaos but with frankie like when we first brought him home we were like the fuck are we doing why did we get a puppy this is insane i mean we love frankie so it was also like well, of course we got like, like there's no other option he we're, was our dog
1: we're crazy and also so happy yes yeah. <laughs> like i'm uh-huh. so
0: happy and also this is my entire life right now yeah exactly and then like you know he's still only like what nine months old eight months yeah, old
1: but that that phase goes by so fast
0: yeah he's still he's still like a puppy mm-hmm. but like most of the day today he just like snuggled with me while i worked and mm-hmm. read like
1: we did walk him in the uh, frigid temperatures. He got good
0: walks today. Yeah. But like in good sniffs at the dog park and stuff. Yeah. But like, mm-hmm. I'm just saying like, you know, he had, he got into trouble like once or twice today, but like compared to when we first had him.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: And by got into trouble, I just mean he picked up something that he knew wasn't his and ran around with it because he thinks it's a fun game.
1: It is a fun game to try and get us to chase him and take the thing away from him. All yes. night
0: long, he sleeps in the living room where there's tons of stuff he could get into. Yeah. And he doesn't get into a single thing. No, he doesn't thing.
1: care about it. He's just trying to get our attention. If we're yes. asleep, why he couldn't. So Yep. Yeah.
0: It's pretty funny.
1: Uh dogs. But the puppy face goes them.
0: by fast. The adjustment phase goes by fast. It's totally worth it. Yep. They're they bring so much joy.
1: RV with your dogs.
0: Yes. Do it. It's a lot of fun.
1: If they have specific questions or want to tell us yeah. about RVing with their dogs yes. and what they love about it, what yes. should our listeners so this do? This is
0: like more of like a travel tips yeah. <laughs> kind of episode, Yeah. but, uh, you know, we change it up every week. Who knows? <laughs> you can email us at letters from the road at gmail.com. You can uh, find us on the socials at letters from the road pod, and you can uh, find our sub stack at letters from the road
1: Awesome. And if you want to become a pen pal and support this podcast, thank you so much. We appreciate all of our pen pals. Yes. And you can do that. That's one way you can support us. You can also-
0: Leave us a review.
1: Rate and review on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. Yes. If you haven't yet, please do it. It really does a lot to help us reach more people.
0: Also, 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 Also? we're focused on growth this year because this is like the second year of our podcast. So we really want to grow it. Let's do it. And uh, a great thing you could do is share with your friends who you think might enjoy this cozy little chat.
1: Yeah. And if you tag us, we'll shout you out. Totally. Awesome.
0: Until next time, friends. We'll see you down the road. Bye. Bye.